And welcome on in double episode in two weeks. Technically makeup episode last episode, but... <laughs> Wait, is it recording? Yes, we're rolling. Oh, sorry. I usually see it like over here to see if we're recording. Yeah, I'll probably move it over there just because ah. we got... Okay, okay, we are recording. Okay. I faked you out the entire Yeah, you did. I didn't know if you were, like, playing around with me or not. <laughs> like, honestly. Recording this entire conversation. You know, it felt good, though. You did the intro. I'm, think- I'm thankful for that. Wow. What episode are we on? Episode 171. All right. So, we got our first mock draft, like we said we would do last episode. And I know a lot of people might be asking. Well, that's that's a first. We actually did something we said we were going to no do. No way. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Imagine you just, keeping your word. I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying, though? Uh, a lot of people probably wondering why they're getting two episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you want to count last episode as a makeup episode. This one as the main episode. Uh, yeah, this one would be the main one. I kind of count the last episode, which was we recorded on Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday. No, Monday. Uh, Monday. The one we recorded on Monday, I would count that one as a makeup from last week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, we figured we might as well do mock draft this episode because I'm going to be out of town all next week for work and I won't be back till Friday. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, this week is going to be fun. Well, today's episode is going to be fun. First mock draft of the year. Let's go. Um, but if you guys are new, welcome on into that first podcast, also known as fantasy sports podcast. If you guys are new to this, like I said earlier, like legit five seconds ago, (laughs) um, (laughs) you are new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are new. <laughs> that's the way away. That's the way away things to do. If that makes sense. Anyways, so we're not professionals professionals at this at all. As you can tell from the intro, we're here to have fun, give you guys fancy advice, talk about fantasy football, get you ready for a 2023 season, and just have fun with it. I mean, look at us right now. We're gonna, we're doing a mock draft. This is going to be fun. We're going to talk about football. It's going to be great. I'm excited actually for this episode. Great. Yeah, like uh, Tony Tiger. Yeah. You know what? Be honest. Off topic here, okay? Be like, off topic. Like we normally do. <laughs> yeah. Like this is why we're not professionals at this at all. But off topic, who would win in a fight? Tony the Tiger or Kool-Aid Man? You... Well, that depends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Are, are you in a cage? Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's just do a... Mm, let's just do a UFC octagon fight. Well, that's not going to contain the Kool-Aid man. His whole thing is going through walls. Yeah. I'm not going to say wrestling like WWE well, entertainment yeah. because obviously, I mean, if they would if they would if they would if they would have done that, then it would have been entertaining, yeah. Uh-huh. But honestly, who like do you think would win? The UFC fight? Guys, I'm not going to say boxing because if I say boxing, I would say Tony the Tiger because he just has more agility. Well, even then again, I feel like UFC you could say Tony the Tiger. I guess so. Because I mean, Kool-Aid man, he's just big. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be hard to knock him down. Yeah. Just tip him over and all his Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. This is off topic. Anyways, um, I, I say Tony Tiger. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Okay. Um, I got a question though for you. Do we have any good news since last last episode that uh, no. came out recently? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't? D-Hop's still visiting around. I think yeah. he went and visited in Tennessee, maybe. Yeah, there's a couple of rumors or a couple reports about him going to visit different uh, types of team franchise franchises. Um, I will say this Concrete, though. though. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, did you see the new addition, the new stadium, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna get? Uh-uh. Bro, that they look so dope. Yeah. I mean, honestly, probably one of the best ones. 
that are coming out out of the recent ones, like the Bills and the Tennessee Titans and all that. Mm-hmm. That one probably looks really good. And I got to say, if they're going to get a stadium like that, you guarantee, dude, it's the right time to get a reamped stadium because by the time Ooh. that stadium comes out, uh-huh. they're going to be a good team because they made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah. They got Trevor Lawrence, you know what I mean? So, like, honestly, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. That's pretty clean. Right? Huh. That is really clean. Imagine winning a, you know, playoff game there. Yeah, right? So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for them. They better put a Waffle House in <laughs> the stadium, bro. If they do that, that would be amazing. Um, I, would, I would then go to Jacksonville. Yeah, I'd be a Jacksonville fan right then and there. But yeah, when that when the the, the images of the new stadium came out, I was like, bro, this is it. Like by the time you know it's fully built, they would add more time to progress. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. become a really good team in the future. And now they can have a really good stadium to you know to be really good at. Um, but anyways, I mean that's only the really big news I could talk about. Really, <laughs> it's a new stadium. It's not yeah. even like fantasy football related. No signings, no nothing really. Yeah. So, um, so you want to get into the draft then? Since we know it's probably gonna be a while, take a while. Yeah, we're not for sure if this can be a two part episode. You guys obviously know because uh, yeah, you can see. It's gonna say part one or the yeah. whole episode. We're gonna find out. Um, so if you guys. Are uh, new to the show? I said it like four times now. I don't care. Um, the way me and Jagger like I do like to do our mock drafts each year. Each year is that we like to do one where we're going against each other, so we're on a separate team, and then we also like to do one where we're both uh, on the same team. We're co-managers drafting our team. So in today's episode, we're doing a mock draft, but today we're going to be doing uh, co-managers. So we're going to be drafting a team together against bots. Again, this is going to be a 10-man a league. Again, we like to draft in sort of a PPR format mm-hmm. or a PPR format, uh, which if you guys are new uh, to fantasy football, PPR stands for points per reception. Or if you're me, points. What, what did I say? P- pockets for each point? Yeah. Or something like that. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Points in your pocket. Points in your pocket. Something like that. Um, or pockets in your point or something. Yeah, like yeah something like that. I gotta, I gotta go back and listen to episodes. But yeah, down. that's what we. That's the format we like to play in is PPR, and that's the format we usually talk a lot about in. And uh, today we're gonna be doing a snake draft. If you guys don't know what a snake draft is, it's basically you know it moves like a snake. It's in the name. It's easy. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't need a whole ten minute lesson on what it's gonna do. <laughs> like it's just easy. Uh, so we're doing a snake draft 10-man league, and we haven't decided our spot yet. But me and Jagger like to do that during the show because we like to come unprepared. You know, that's our thing. That's our motto. Of course. That's of course. our motto. Uh, so how do you want to choose our spot, Jagger? Uh, we'll just do a random number generator. I'll just pull one up right here. Okay. One through ten. Do like a big intro, like a like. Oh, please. Not negative ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Are we doing best two out of three, or are we just going all in? Uh, let's just go all in, baby. All right. So, lo and behold, we got six. Four. Oh, <gasps> four? Yeah. Dude, that is a holy number. Let's go. Let's... That means it's going to be a great draft. So, I think we've said it before. If you're at those five, obviously, if you're five in a snake draft, there's really no difference you don't benefit nothing yeah there's really no strat really four and six same thing kind of it's once you get towards those edges one ten two eight nine whatever then you're like okay i could do this and do that yeah because if you're at the 10 spot obviously oh well i can draft back to back yeah 
But us being in the middle, that is now number four. Kind of just goes back and forth. Yeah. Kind of just in the same spot each round, basically. Yep. But the good spot is uh, we are at number four. So we could get a pretty decent player. For our first rounder? For being, yeah. Yeah. Being fourth overall pick. We were, I think, thinking about maybe doing a 10 or a 12. We settled on a 10. Mm. Uh, Who knows? Maybe we do a 12 when it comes to our head-to-head mock draft. Switch it up. That'll still be full PPR. Anyway, so let's begin. Uh, Yep. So first off the board, no surprise at all, is Austin Eckler. Hey, not surprised. The uh, past year's number one fantasy player as a whole. Yeah. Then moving on to the second pick, no surprise here also, actually. Uh, but uh, maybe a little. Jamar Chase. Is I, I kind of would see Justin Jefferson go off before. Yeah, that Jamar is kind of surprising. Justin Jefferson is taken at number two, and then at our number three spot is Christian McCaffrey's taken off the board. And now we are on the clock. And we All got, in on Jonathan Taylor. And we oh. got 23 hours to decide here. So let's see. Yeah, you know, we got. Uh, we got plenty of time. Hmm. Hmm. Let me. So I like gotta. I, said, I really gotta think hard about this one. <laughs> really take all twenty three hours. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, like I said, thankfully Justin Jefferson isn't off the board. I would have expected him to go before uh, Jamar Chase. Honestly, bro, if you look at it, <laughs> I feel like Justin Jefferson is the. Best I hate bet. to say, it. I I know we have a rule where it's like, bro, you have to go for the running backs. At least your first pick, so you can get decent, consistent points. Well, because I mean, but right? The last two years, dude, the wide receivers have been going off. Justin Jefferson, back to back, you know, top ten finishes. Yeah, for the three years now, I think. He's like I'm, been doing I it. understand the Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson pick first rounds. I really do. I understand that. Like, I would have been maybe debatable if it was a D-Hop or a Devontae Adams, and I would debate, like, okay, should we really go for them in the first round? But if, like, Jamar Chase or Jefferson Jefferson, bro. Well, because we do still have really good running backs on the board, too. Yeah, definitely. But, listen, I mean, didn't I think Justin Jefferson finished number one as a receiver, right? Yeah. In full PPR. Mm-hmm. He was the receiver. Yeah, that's what you're saying, too. You got We're drafting in a PPR format, so... Um, a wide receiver like Justin Jefferson, man, that's a great pick. Yep. As I, we know, Adam Thielen's gone. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dalvin Cook is probably not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, good old uh, consistent Oatmeal himself is still there, Kirk Cousins. Yep. Mr. Oatmeal's still there. TJ Hawkinson is there, but we haven't really seen Yeah. You know, Detroit Lions, TJ Hawkinson. He comes here once in a while, but I uh, I wouldn't worry about his effect on Justin Jefferson going into the season. No. Uh, so I feel like this is a no-brainer. I feel like Justin Jefferson, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely pick up yeah, Justin Jefferson. For sure. So, and there goes your boy, Wea, Cooper Cup, right after us. Cooper Cup. And then the first tight end off the board at number six pick is Travis Kelsey. Then you got Tyreek Hill right after that. Um. Then you got Jonathan Taylor. Then you got Saquon Barkley. And surprisingly, my boy, B. John Robinson. Robinson. What did we say? What round he was gonna go off two? Didn't I say two? I think so. Yeah, because two or three. Because you think I was? You you thought I was surprised? I said a higher. Uh. Pick, but yeah, Bijan Robinson got picked at the number well, 10. Obviously, the computer knows what's up, yeah. But do other people is the question, right? Yeah, again, this is a snake draft, so it goes back to team number 10. Team number 10, 
That sounded well, weird. that is their name, you know? Yeah. It goes back to team number 10, and it goes, and they pick up Stefan Diggs. Followed by Derrick Henry, and then Josh Jacobs. My boy, Josh Jacobs. Yep. Leading rusher of the past season. Yeah. And C. then CD Lamb, right after that, Nick Chubb, right after that, Devontae Adams. Now we are on the clock. I feel like we're in an interesting position. Tony Pollard is right now, con the computer is saying Tony Pollard is number one running back right now on the board. But when you go to wide receiver, you got A.J. Brown. You got A.J. Brown, Amon St. Brown, Jalen Waddell. Don't forget, you still have Mark Andrews on the board. Yeah, he's you got. So do we go for a tight end? Because, mm. mm. yeah, because, I mean, when you look at tight ends, Mark Andrews and George Kittle are still on the board. Mm -hmm. um, well, keep in mind, we are at the four, so we only have to go six more picks after this. I'm thinking we can get a tight end, and then we can get a running back after that, and a running back, like a, you know, I, I would totally be fine with Brees Hall or yep. even a... Um, I feel like Brees Hall might be gone by the time it comes back around. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Kenneth like Walker, a Kenneth. Yeah, I was Joe thinking right Mixon. now, Kenneth Walker and Joe Mixon, and you should go at Dalvin Cook on the board. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind. Uh, well, like uh, Dalvin Cook is questionable, obviously, because we already have a player on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, but Tony Pollard is really good. I have a lot of hype for him. Mm -hmm. But when it when it comes to wide receiver and tight end, dude, honestly, tight end's where it's at. Yeah, so I think we are going to go with Mark Andrews, right? Yeah, Mark Andrews. Okay, so Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> if you do that, dude, I'm walking out. I don't care. You, you finished the episode you right fin there. No, you finished recording yourself. <laughs> I am out. Like, I'm not doing this. No, uh, we've both been burnt by Kyle Pitts. Yeah, we have. Uh, I think that's now two years. You know, it's so funny. One of the years it happened to me, and then the next year it happened to both of us in the same year. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> Where was the, uh, what's the word, the pioneer? I had to do I had no choice. If you were in my spot, you would have done the no, same thing. No, you needed a tight end. Yeah. Zach Ertz was done for the season, and you were just kind of jumping around. Yeah, and the best option, unfortunately, was Kyle Pitts. And then he got hurt. Yeah, like, then he got I hurt. I think the same week we traded. <laughs> the week after, yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah, Mark Andrews, who I th believe he finished number one. He did, definitely finished yeah. number one in tight end. And, uh, I, and mean, I understand the computer picking up Travis Kelsey. I really do. And it would have been different if Lamar Jackson left. Um, the Ravens, because uh, remember beginning of the off season, there's rumors saying that he was gonna leave, and guess what? He signed a major contract with the Ravens, and he's still their quarterback. And we just know the past three years, a Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson connection is just I mean, off. Mark Andrews has been top three for the past two, three years. Yeah. And honestly, that connection is amazing. I mean, so he I, is on our Mount Rushmore. We yeah. stated that. And I am ready. Like I'm honestly. Just going to go full on in on Mark Andrews on this one at our number two pick. So going with Mark Andrews, next is A.J. AJ Brown. Brown. Tony Pollard. That is a shame. Yeah, and then Amanu St. Brown right after that. And again, it's a snake, so it goes back to team one. They go with our first quarterback off the board. No surprise. No surprise. Patrick Mahomes, Patty Mahomes. And then right after that, a second quarterback, which I'm not also surprised oh, by. Boy. Josh Allen with the Bills. By the way, you know Josh Allen is a Madden cover of 2024? Yeah. Still not buying the game. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and then right after that, wide receiver Jalen Waddle off the board at Team 3. And now we're back on the clock. And if we look at so our— we were lucky enough. They didn't pick up Brees Hall. I am so down with Brees Hall. I mean, I get yes, it. Like, like, okay, he's I, questionable, right? He is questionable. He's coming off an ACL tear, which is difficult to come off. But look, if you look, if you look at our other options, 
Didn't Kenneth Walker get injured too? Uh, I do not believe he did. He didn't? No. Okay, then my bad. But hmm. Kenneth Walker is a solid pickup. But I hate to say it, I feel like Brees Hall, yes, I know he didn't play all the last season, is still a little bit above Kenneth Walker. I think so too. Like I get it. Like if we you look really at didn't see a whole lot, but I got a feeling that Brees Hall is just slightly above Kenneth Walker. Yeah. And I get it, because if you look at it, you still got Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. But to be fair, to be honest, I hate to be that guy, but I kind of want to go with the younger talent on this yeah. one. You know, obviously, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara are solid. I feel like solid. Joe Mixon and Kenneth Walker are the safe bet. Yeah, they're solid running backs. But I'd rather go with the young talent because he has a lot more potential and a lot more, you know, just wait, wait. Did, did Jonathan Taylor go off the board? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. He, I was like, wait a second. When did a he? Steal. Still, he goes off first round. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'd, Ramondre Stevenson uh, is a really good one, too, because he did We're really. We're going to skip past Najee Harris. We're going to skip past. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree on that one. Um, Travis Etienne is also really good. But I feel like from. I feel like Joe Mixon, Kenneth Walker, are, and Brees Hall are still a tier above. You know, Ramondre Stevenson, Aaron Jones, yeah, and even I, Dalvin Cook. Just at the moment, because we don't know where Dalvin Cook's gonna play. Yeah. Um. Honestly, Brees Hall. I'm down with Brees Hall. Be our first running back RB one. I'm willing to gamble on that one. Yep. I'm with you there. So we're gonna go with Brees Hall, followed up by uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Travis Etienne taking off the board, and T Higgins, and our first Jets. New York Jets wide receiver. Garrett Wilson, which I'm actually very happy about, mm-hmm. knowing that he's going off like that. And then look at that. We don't have to worry about him no more. Najee Harris. Yay. We weren't really worried anyway. Yep. But <laughs> Aaron Jones, right after that, again, it's a snake, so it goes back to Team 10, and they go and get our guy Kenneth Walker. Right after that, wide receiver Devo Samuel, and then the third quarterback off the board, Jalen Hurts, which is not surprising. Right after that, another Eagles, the Devontae Smith. Smith, and then DK Metcalf. And then right after that, Joe Mixon is off the board. So if we look at our running backs, look, honestly, I would love Dalvin Kirk right here. But unfortunately, we already have a Minnesota Vikings player on our team. Yeah. And he's the number one offensive player on the team right now. And I would love Dalvin Cook. But right now, I kind of have to skip over that one. Mm-hmm. You agree with me on that one? I agree with you. And even he, then, then again, just from you have to factor in, you know, Right now, Dalvin Cook doesn't really have a spot. Yeah. And, like, honestly, too, knowledgeable. When you go and draft a team, you don't want to have too many players on the same I say team. two. Two is about the limit. Two is about the limit because when you think about it, when, they, when the bye weeks hit, you can't really put them on your injury reserve. So they kind of just fill up a bench spot. And, unfortunately, you're either going to have to go with a, a very low-end player to fill that spot or just gamble and not play with them at all. So I got to say, right now, I'm really happy in our position. Um, I don't think we're in the best shape with, compared to the other teams. Yeah. But I, I, I'm i happy. You know, we got our wide receiver one, our running back one, and obviously a very elite tight end. I got a question for you. What is that? Um, Right here. Obviously, do you agree with me on this, that we still wait on quarterback? I don't know. Or do you are you looking at the quarterbacks because you got I Joe Burrow at the quarterback because I feel like some of them are a tier above these remaining players. Yeah, I mean, but then when you look at the running backs again, this is a stink draft. We're at team number four, so we only got to wait what six more picks. Yeah, back to us. But 
I honestly, mm, mm. Are you, are you, do you do you want to like full send it and get our number one of each tier? I each think position? so. I, I think if we just go with the QB, you know, just just lock it in. Because when you look at the QB right now, you got Joe Burrow, we Lamar got a Jackson, plethora of very good QB. Justin Fields, and Justin Herbert. Yeah, someone like a, even the I wouldn't even mind a Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you look at it, Trevor Lawrence. And um, I would I would I would even say Justin Herbert are a tier low of Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Justin Fields. And can I state that's crazy from from Justin Fields? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But Mike, it's it's that running game. Look, it's what that is. You can go with Mister Consistency himself. I will say this, Joe Burrow. That's true. Yes, he doesn't have a lot of running talent. Yes, he's not one of those. You know, like that, uh, like analogy. Like he's not Superman. He's not Spider Man. He's not doing these powerful things. He's not doing these, More you like know, Batman. little maneuver. He's <laughs> Batman. He's just there, a solid QB to have on your team. And I, I can mean, say that from experience, he is a yeah. solid QB to have. Then you go down, Lamar Jackson. Yes, he didn't have that great of a year, but that agility he has is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he can also pass. But then when you go to Justin Fields, he's all about the running game. It is. I hate to say it, dude. It's all about that running game. It really is. Those yards, he's like the, the 2018 Lamar Jackson. He is, for sure. All we about the running game. cannot forget his, what, his 40-point game he had. Yeah. That was absolutely insane. So who are you leaning towards here in QB? Uh, I feel like the safe bet is Joe Burrow. Joe mm-hmm. Burrow averaged anywhere from 22 to 24 points a game, which and- is – Phenomenal, and like maybe once every three weeks, meaning three games, he gets like a forty-point game. Yeah, right. Um, I don't really want to pick up Lamar just because we have Mark Andrews. Yeah, but I do like that quarterback uh, position duo. You know, quarterback wide receiver or quarterback tight end. Yeah, because you know they throw it to you. You now get four points from the QB plus the six from the whoever got it. So, yeah, yeah, that's a really good strat. I, I do like that. Um, and we do know that Mark Andrews, I hate to say it, is about really the only main target for Lamar. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I mean, I mean, they got Odell Beckham Jr. So I don't know. Who? Odell? No, never. See, never. Huh? Can you say that into my my good ear? Odell Broken Down Jr. Ah, uh, yeah, that's gotcha. what they have. The guy who tore his ACL, the you know first few plays in the Super Bowl. I mean, I do, I do like the the sophomore wide receiver over there. And that's Rashad Bateman. That is true. Rashad Bateman's good. And but I've, yes, I honestly I'm gonna say it right now though. The the high risk, high reward, in my opinion, is Justin Fields. Yeah. For sure. I mean, sure they got DJ Moore over there. We can't forget Cole Komet. Cole Komet was making a pretty good run <laughs> midway through the season. He was on, you know, multiple starts of the week for us. Yeah, he was. Uh Wea hit on him quite a few times. I did. That was fun. I remember Mahaya did that because I, I, I had him as the start of the week, and he actually listened to the podcast that see, week. See, see? He's like, okay. So he did it, and he's that's when he had, like, that blow-up blow up I think game. he had, like, 30 points. Yeah, and he was like, thank you, Weya. And I was like, ah, you're welcome, I guess. But it's worse when he I was says like, thank you're lucky, you and you're playing against him. You're lucky you weren't playing against me, man. <laughs> um, <sighs> It's a tough spot to be in because I feel like these are the top three options for us is Joe Burrow, Lamar, and Justin Justin Fields. Fields. Because like you said that Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence I feel like they're a bit of a tier below. And I agree with you on that. Um, I guess it just depends what we want to shoot for. Okay. 
Again, we got good old Mr. Consistency, Joe Burrell. High risk, high reward, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So let's look at our team. Justin Jefferson, Mr. Consistency already. Mark Andrews, always another Mr. Consistency. Brees yep. Hall, we don't know yet. A bit of a gamble. A little bit of a gamble. So, do we go with another consistent or do we go with a little high risk? Again. Are we looking, you know, to eat go. a bowl of plain oatmeal or do we get that bowl off the table and, and we got ourselves, you know, some spicy ramen noodles? And you, know? you can go two for two. You get two consistency and two gambles. Mm. Evens it out. Because obviously, you know, I got a feeling if we pick one up, the other two aren't going to be there. Right? Obviously, this is that's why it's There's so no difficult. Doubt. This is why. Honestly, man, Joe Burrell is where it's at. But I do not at all mind Justin Fields. Like I said, I'm not really leaning towards Lamar just because we have uh, yeah. Mark Andrews. Well, yeah. Unless we want to do the double stack technique, the discount double check, the double stack whopper. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. The double double from In and Out. Double you know, double, yeah. Need I go on? Uh, sponsor us In and Out. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but for real, it's. I don't want to flip a coin for this because no, I no, feel like no, we no. got to give some reason other than, oh, we flipped a coin. Honestly, man, I would go with Joe Burrow. I'm kind of with you too. And I think the hard part for me is I am a Bears fan. Yeah. I did have Justin is, Fields for four weeks, and on the fifth week, he blossomed. You know, yeah. it's, it's like the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. We're going to have to go with Joe Burrow. He has monstrous, you know, just yeah. games of throwing the ball a crazy amount of times. With Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. It's electric. Hold the boogaloo. Like, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. We're going to have to go with Joe Burrow. And right after that, there's your boy Dalvin Cook. And T.J. Hawkinson, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look and at this. The quarterbacks are still there. Yeah, never mind. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> we just go back to back and get two elite QBs. So Davin Cook went after us. TJ Hawkinson, like Jagger said. DeAndre Hopkins right after that. Well, that one's a little risky just because we don't know where he's at at the moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's not with the Cardinals. That's where we know. Yep. Uh, Chris Alove right after that. Keenan Allen. That one, I think there's a steal at that late in the round. That is true. George Kittle, also another steal at round five. Mm-hmm. We're back on the Completely forgot George Kittle is still here, but we didn't really need to worry about it. We picked up Mark Andrews, who I feel yeah. is better than George Kittle. Okay, so what are you looking at here? Right now, we got wide receiver. I'm looking at a kicker. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at uh, actually a defense right now. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with a first defense. So my boy Terry McLaurin is still there. Uh, Christian Watson is still there, but with the absence of Aaron Rodgers, moving on to Jordan Love, I'm a bit weary about Christian yeah. Watson. Okay, look at this, though. If we take a wide receiver, like an Amari Cooper, let's just say Amari Cooper or Chris Godwin. Chris yeah, Godwin actually might be a little bit better than, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper. And then we, we can't forget Michael Pittman is still yeah, on board, too. See, that's what I'm saying, man. If we so go, we got a big chunk to get through here to get back to us. go and hit a running back. Because our running backs, so we don't get a running back this year. I mean, this year, this, this round. whole year, zero running back. By the time it gets back to us, the running backs we're gonna have are DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and Alvin Kamara. That is true. But I really, honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little biased. Damian Pierce was I, I really feel good. You. I kind of really thought you would say that one. And J.K. Dobbins is a little questionable because I mean we already have a Ravens player we had talked about, and it's not really good to have a tight end running back duo on the same team. 
The only time I like to do the double-double is yeah. quarterback. And we got Miles Sanders with the Carolina Panthers. And Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara. So, like I said, and I agree with you, it's a big chunk until we get back to us. That is. It's a monstrous chunk. I don't want to go with James Conner. I hate to say it. James Conner was yeah, a major disappointment. I, I, I agree disappointment. with that. So, are we going to go with two young bucks here at our running back position? I mean, I do see the rookie Jameer Gibbs, but we haven't really heard anything about him other than I guess he's been – uh, in the first team reps, but yeah. that makes sense because David Montgomery is sidelined for the moment. I mean, but don't forget, yeah, David Montgomery's still with him. So I am kind of liking the Damian Pierce. Right? Right? Yeah. Yes, I mean, because Damian look, Pierce if we go back to a wide receiver right after that, I guarantee you we can hit a Michael Pittman Jr. If guarantee. we don't get a Michael Pittman Jr., then we've got like a uh, – I hate to say it, but like I – mean, Tyler Lockett is still on the board too. Tyler Lockett is still on the board. Uh, Christian Kirk, bro, is still on the board. We saw how great he was. Yes, I know Calvin Ridley's with the Jaguars. And let's not forget Michael Thomas. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd just throw that and, in there. Yeah, sure. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Calvin Ridley is also still on the board if we wanted to. Yeah, we don't know what he's going to do with Trevor Lawrence because we haven't seen it yet. But if even he does go off the board before we get to our spot again, we still got a Christian Kirk, which I really love. Yeah. I feel like we have to get a running back. Right here. Because we are taking a gamble on Brees Hall. Yeah. You know? Uh, Damian Pierce. Kind of another gamble. Kind of. But we know we're getting up. Right now, we know we're getting our points with Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, no doubt. So I feel like we can pick up Damian Pierce. I'm full in on Damian Pierce. All right. So Damian Pierce, followed by J.K. Dobbins, Chris Godwin, Jameer Gibbs, the rookie I was talking about, mm-hmm. D.J. Moore, uh, Amari Goopy. Amari and Goopy. there goes Lamar. Fine. Bro, Justin Fields went down to the sixth round. That's that crazy. crazy. That is not happening in our draft. I'll mm-hmm. say that right now. So then James Conner, <clears throat> uh, Cam Akers, who... I mean, that's that's a sleeper pick. That's that's a big gamble, Cam Akers. It is. It's a major gamble. And then my boy, Terry McLaurin. No. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, Christian Watson, and Dallas Goddard. Now back to us. If you look at the wide receiver... Michael Pittman is still... There. What did I say? I said I guarantee you Michael Pittman Jr. will still be on the board, and I am full-on ready to go with Michael Pittman Jr. So here's what I'm thinking. You know, like we've said before, we've got six picks before it comes back to us. I feel like we pick up Michael Pittman, and we try to get Tyler Lockett. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like it. Yes. I like it, bro. I really like it. Because if you look at the running backs, yes, I know. Look, running backs, Miles Sanders with the Panthers. Then we got DeAndre Swift with the Eagles. Jamal Williams with Denver. Javante. Javante, my bad. Alvin Kamara with the Saints, bro. I feel like David Montgomery and Alvin Kamara could still be on the board when it takes longer for us to get back to us. I think so. Um... Because you want to be solid on the wide receiver. Let's not forget either. Brian Robinson is still on the board. <laughs> yes, my boy, Brian Robinson uh-huh. with the Washington Commanders. Brian Robinson. Uh, Khalil Herbert with the Bears is still on the board. Also. Uh, yeah. Antonio Gibson as well. So, Honestly, yeah. if it was between Antonio Gibson and Robinson, definitely going to Robinson. For sure. But do we want to try to pick up the two 
wide receivers. Go with Pittman. See if we can get back around to Tyler Lockett. Yeah. All right. So we're going to lock Michael Pittman in. And there goes Miles Sanders. I know Wea's sweating right now. Yeah, I'm Mike sweating. Evans, uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Alvin Kamara, Jam- Javante Williams, Williams. And lo and behold, Tyler Lockett is still on the board. Hmm. <sighs> okay, so if we go with Tyler Lockett, we look at the running backs right now, right? Mm-hmm. We've only got two running backs. He's very good at least to have three, right? Yeah. So if we get Tyler Lockett right now, pretty sure, I'm guaranteeing you, Swift and Montgomery are going to go off right after that. Probably. So down, then it's down to us to pick A.J. Dillon. But I guarantee you I would like to have Brian Robinson. I'm pretty sure Brian Robinson will be there still. Yeah. If he won't, Antonio Gibson, I feel like, will still be there. Yeah. Uh, same with Khalil Herbert. I feel like those will both still be there. Yeah. So do we want to go – or here's, I guess, another question. Do we go – because Tyler Lockett is the number two – we could pick up Calvin Ridley. He is technically the number one right now, right? Yeah, but Christian Kirk is still over there. So, But it's like the same situation with it us. It is. Tyler Lockett's the two. Christian Kirk is technically the two. Um, Calvin Ridley is the number one for Jacksonville, while Christian Kirk is two. Yeah. So, and obviously, as we know, Calvin Ridley did not play last year due to his... Uh, suspension. Suspension. So... You want to gamble on Calvin Ridley? I don't know. I like it, though. I really do. Calvin Ridley, it's still an elite wide receiver. Still has a young talent. It's not uh, his old buddy, you know, his old partner in crime. Uh, what's his face? I'm thinking on his name, the old wide receiver. Matt Ryan? Or, sorry, no. Uh, uh, the receiver for Jacksonville? No, the the one he played with uh, on the Falcons. Oh. Uh, the elite wide receiver. Oh, Julio? Julio. It's not Julio. Julio's a little bit older. Calvin Ridley is younger. And honestly, I I wouldn't mind Calvin Ridley right here. That's what I'm. Do we go with Calvin Ridley? Because I feel like right now it's a tie between Calvin Ridley or Tyler Lockett. Um, I would go with Calvin Ridley because he is set as number one wide receiver, and I hate to say it, but he's also a little bit elite than Christian Kirk. And but I mean Lawrence. Tyler Lockett for the past few years has been you know top fifteen since like 2019. Yeah. Um. Tyler Lockett, I feel like, is another Mr. Oatmeal. Yeah. I really do. I've had him now, I think, two years in a row. I mean, when you look at it, like, the points they average is 215, and Ken really is 230. So, legit, just half. Yeah. Like, on the points right there. Uh, Honestly, man, I would just say just go with Tyler Lockett, because that's the one we were going with first. All right. We'll go with Tyler Lockett. We'll see who comes back around on, the, on the big swing here. So, and there, there goes, goes Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley right Jerry after Judy, DeAndre Swift, like I said, David Montgomery, I said guarantee was going to go off. Yep. Right after that, Justin Herbert. And then Mike Williams, again, a snake, goes back down to Team 10. Isaiah Pacheco, Deontay Johnson, why we see with pick for Steelers. That's also another good one. Yep. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown with Arizona, goes off the board. My boy, Darren Waller with the Giants, goes off the board. Surprised he went down to that low. But I think because he's with the Giants... And then right of that, the two QBs, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, off the board, back to us. So I feel like now we cannot pick up Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, I feel like, is now out of the equation. Yeah. Um, or is he? No, I don't say he's out of the equation. I don't say he's totally out. No, he's totally not out of the equation. Uh, we can go with the running back, Rashad White, with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if we wanted to, who was taking over the number one spot over the last year. That is true. Um. 
I mean, it would be good, obviously, to get a starting running back. Khalil Herbert at the moment is technically still listed as two, but Brian Robinson yeah, it's is still, still on, the, on board. the board. I think we can get another wide receiver and maybe get back to Brian Robinson. Think so? In round nine. So then who do we pick up at wide receiver, you think? Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk? I like it. Okay, we'll pick up Christian Kirk. And right after that, there goes Deshaun, massage man himself. Watson, Rashad White, a little bit sad about that one. Mm, yeah, me too. Uh, Jared Cook, James AJ Dillon, or James Cook, sorry. Brandon Ayuk, and... Jamal Williams Jamal with Williams. the New Orleans Saints. And look who's still on the board. That is true. Brian Robinson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I I I applaud you for that one. That was that was beautiful, dude. That uh-huh. was beautiful. Yeah. I think that was good. Practice that one in the mirror this morning. Yeah, uh, you probably practiced in the shower too. Huh? I did. Yeah, uh, I got home. <laughs> Honestly, dude, Brian Robinson. What's that? I feel like Brian Robinson is a no-brainer here. Yeah, br- no-brainer. So easy pickup. Brian Robinson, then George Pickens, uh, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, Dalton Schultz, and I am blanking on this Seattle. But he is a rookie. Jackson Smith? Yeah. And Pat, Pat Fryer Muth. The I Muth completely Muth. forgot was still on the board. Yeah. Right after that, Brandon Cooks. Because we went back to Team 10. And right after that, Khalil Herbert. Your boy, Michael Thomas. Taking yeah. off the I'm board. So sad. Right after that, our running back two for our running back, uh, Antonio Gibson. Then Juju Smith. And then Jordan Addison. Right after that, a rookie going into Minnesota. Uh, wide receiver, and now it's back to us. We already got our three running backs, and now uh, we look at Everything it. is filled, right, for the moment. Yeah. We so go, we can kind. This is where you kind of take your gamble slash sleeper picks. Do we kind of go depth a little bit with QB? Okay, so you're saying Joe Burrow gets injured or gets something doesn't happen. He's yeah, not just cons- in case. He doesn't get consistent. But, look, honestly, I feel like, uh, uh, ooh, there are still some really good QBs. We could have waited. We really could have. But, oh well. Yeah. You know? Honestly, I think we can still wait. I think so, too. At least for these next six. Yeah. I feel like we can. So, we look at Do we look at depth for tight end? Yeah. Are we looking at my boy, my favorite tight end from last year, Evan Ingram. Yeah, I like that option. It's just that now Kevin really is over there. So, he moves down to the number three target. For Trevor Lawrence. Or does he? We haven't really seen Calvin Ridley there yet, you know? Yeah, but he's physically there. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um, Do we go with Cole Komet or Wea? Or do we go with your boy from last year, Zach Ertz, who is still on the board? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, Zach Ertz, I feel like it's just going to go up because D-Hop's not there. Yeah, I feel like that too. And I feel like though Cole Komet does have a pretty decent upside because okay. they were riding him okay. last year. If we go with another tight end here, or Dalton Kincaid from Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 So if we go with another tight end here, because tight end, if you play in our league, you get two flex spots, right? So if you get a really, sometimes some tight ends are way better than wide receivers. We can yep. both agree on that sometimes, yep. right? So if we go with the tight end, because if you look at the wide receiver right now, you got Corton Sutton with the Denver Broncos, Kadarius Tony, and Gabe Davis are the top three right now, mm. and then Jacoby Meyer, Jacoby Myers, and Alan Lazard, right after that. Alan Lazard, we could get a little taste of that New York Jets, you know. But, like, you go with those three wide receivers, or you can go with a, you know, Zach Ertz or a uh, Evan Ingram or a Cole Komet. Because I feel like right now those are the top three highest 
Yeah. Are the Evan Ingram Cole Kmet, or we could take a gamble on Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> Dalton Kincaid, though, on the off hand, though, uh, no one has said where he is in the scheme. Yeah. So who are you leaning towards here? Uh, not gonna lie, kind of Zach Ertz. Honestly, I agree. Zach Ertz was on a absolute tear last season. Yep. Um, because the thing is, too, you look at Evan Ingram last year, right, and he was averaging you like seven to ten points. Yeah, and Zach Ertz. Uh, well, Evan Ingram now has two major targets before him. Whereas Zach Ertz, D-Hop is gone. And uh, they got all those rookie wide receivers over there. And the reliable veteran guys are going to be Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz, who when he was healthy, was averaging above yes. 10 points. He sure was. Let's yeah. go. That's my boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was so happy to have Mr. Consistent. Um, Zach Ertz is where it's at. And because yeah. if we get Zach Ertz, he's definitely going to get more points than like a Corn Sutton and a Kadarius Tony. But if you go to wide receiver... Uh, Kadarius Tony is considered to be the number one wide receiver over there for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's true. So you could take a game on that one. Uh, again, I said number one wide receiver. I didn't say target because the number one target is Kelsey. That's true. Um. So, but we can still go with the QB and get depth. I feel with... like we can wait on the six for yeah. a QB. Okay, let's go. So yeah, we're gonna go with Zach Ertz, who again, as we know, is still questionable. Um, but I see him playing. Yeah, me too. No doubt. The Cardinals need him to play. Yeah, who, who are they going to throw the ball yeah, to? Yeah, they need him to play. So there goes Kadarius Tony, Cortland Sutton, Evan Ingram, t- and then Tua. Tua. I'm surprised Tua dropped so far to the 11th round. Yeah. Uh, Rashad Penny and David Njoku. Another pretty decent tight end. That is a pretty good one. Now, if we look at what we have left, Gabe Davis, and uh, that's really it. Yeah, yeah we don't really got a lot of uh, wide receivers anymore. I mean, you can go with like a, somebody like a Jacoby Myers wide receiver. Or you can go with the Gamble on the rookie, Johnson, because I know Keenan Allen is or over there. we could go with an Elijah Moore pickup with the Browns. As we know, they said they like him being involved more. Is he still on the board? Yeah, Elijah Moore is still on the board. My boy from about two years ago. Because Amari Cooper... <laughs> Mari Goopy, I mean, Mari Cooper is getting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson needs a wide receiver Quarterback. to throw to. As I said, Deshaun Watson okay. needs a wide receiver to throw to. Uh, I would, I do like Elijah Moore on this one. I feel like Elijah Moore is a bit of a reach. I yeah. feel like we could pick him up later, but I feel like he's one of the better options. It's yeah, either I mean, that. Like you can go with Gabe Davis. Uh, you can go with you know the the running uh, the tie up, <laughs> the rookie Quentin Johnson with the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the Chargers, I know they got Keenan Allen over there, but they got Austin Eckler still. Uh, Mike Williams is over there still. Joshua Palmer, Gerald Everett. Um, I would take a gamble on Elijah Moore on this one. Yeah, I'm with you there. I feel like he's one of the better options we have. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd is still on the board. Yeah, he eh. is. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> it's Cincinnati, but T. Higgins kind of took over this spot. He is. All right, so we're going to go with Elijah Moore. And there goes Mr. Oatmeal. Hey, Cousins. Cousins. Aaron Rodgers. Cole Komet. Daniel Jones. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, not bad. Okay. 
He said, oh, I did miss Gabe Davis. So. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazar goes back down Team 10. They got Zach. Uh, who is that? Charbonnet. <laughs> And yeah. then Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver with the Chargers. And then Perrine. Shimaji Perrine. Shimaji Perrine. He did Thank step you. in for Joe Mixon a bit when he was hurt. Eliza Mitchell with the 49ers. Uh, Alexander Madison with the Minnesota Vikings. Who is currently the starting running back. Yeah, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers with the Las Vegas Raiders. Now it's back to us. Now we got players like Zay Jones. Randall and you got Moore, players like Wandell Robinson. And Wandell Robinson. Uh... My extreme hype man last year. Yeah. There's not really a lot of running backs left on the board. No. I feel like we can wait if we were to pick up Wandell, though. Yeah, I, I think, think we, we can. can wait. He could be like a major sleeper pick. I think we could wait till next round for Wandell. Now, here's the thing. Do we go with QB? Cuz. I think so. Kyler Murray's still on the board. Uh, Russell Wilson's still on the board. And Bryce Young. Geno Smith is still on the young. And we could take a Gale ball on Bryce Young. Uh, CJ Stroud. Hmm. Tom Brady is still on the board. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Should just draft him at the end just for no reason. The goat is still here with BRT. Exactly. Uh, I feel like QB is our best bet right now. Yeah, because when you look at the flex position right now, meaning the whole positions, Damian Harris. To say it. I mean. Damian Harris is right now, the computer says, is the number one player to get right now that's not a QB. Yeah. I mean, the QB, uh, I mean, Damian Harris is considered the number one running back for the the Buffalo Bills, but, you know, the Bills mostly focus on their passing passing game. game. And and they are going to run it mostly Josh, Josh Allen likes to power run it. Yeah. I hate to say it. I think we might have to uh, hit a double-double here and pick up Geno Smith. You think so? I mean, Geno Smith finished number five yeah, he did. last year. he did. Absolutely blew everybody's expectations out of the water last year. And, and he did just get a cool – he has Kenneth Walker, and he just got another rookie yeah. wide receiver. So, not to mention, you already got DK, Tyler Lockett. Mm. You got Noah Fant, Will Disley at tight end as well. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I like Geno Smith. Let's I think Geno Smith is probably our better. Option. Let's write him back. Let's write him back. All right. Get it? Because, never mind. <laughs> you guys are football fans. You understand that. He's like, I never will. Or, or, hear me out, Russell Wilson. All right, so I'm just going to draft Geno Smith. <laughs> um. <laughs> then right after that, Anthony Richardson, the the rookie QE for the Colts, is taken off the board. Damian Harris, the number one running back for Bills, taken off the board. Devin Singletary right after that. Houston. Off the board, Zay Flowers, Baltimore Ravens are off the board. And then, how do you say this guy's name? I think name? that's Christian. Uh, Zoko, Ozuku. Okonku. Okonku. Uh, the Titan for the Tennessee Titans taking off the board. And then, Jameis Williams, Detroit Lions wide receiver, taking off the board. And we are back on the See, clock. now we're kind of looking at that depth. I feel like, obviously, we don't pick up kicker or def- defense. Yeah, that, uh, no. Right? That would be the next two rounds. So yeah. this is kind of a wide receiver. This is our, I feel like, dart throw. Maybe could draft a rookie. You know who I would that th- dart throw at? Who's that? Wendell Robinson. I'm with you. I'm 100% <laughs> with you. I was with you last year when everyone started hyping up Wandell. Yeah. 
And then we got Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, and Odell Beckham Jr., Tyler Board, Adam Thielen, and Zay Jones are still on the board. Even the Randall Moore still on the board. Mm-hmm. But honestly, bro, if you look at Wondell Robinson. When he was healthy, he was almost above 12 points. Yeah. For the Giants passing game, it's pretty good. Yeah, like when you look at it, when he was healthy, you're right. 12 points, 11 points. And uh-huh. then he was injured. He came back, 19 points. Yeah. And then he got injured for the rest of the year. I just like it when uh, <laughs> when you were telling me, I think before the show one day, when like everyone started hyping up Wandell. And you're all like, what are you going to talk about? Jagger drafted him in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I know they got Darren Waller with the Giants over there now. But it's you, another target. It's another target, but I think you, you're going to need Wondell Robinson because I think he will be the number one wide receiver. I mean, you got Paris Campbell, Jameis Crowder over there, Seriously. Isaiah Hodkins and Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Out of all of them, honestly, Wondell Robinson is the best one. I Yeah. Paris Campbell, who was with the Colts last year, you didn't really see a whole lot of Paris Campbell. Yeah. And Daniel Jones... He likes to hurt his wide receivers. I hate to say it. I don't know how he does it, but I feel like his wide receivers always get injured. Yep. Um, so I'm going to have to go with that. Robinson's a dark throw on this one. I think so, too. And I agree with you. A lot of people are probably going to be a little upset because, yeah, you have a lot of targets there. But I feel like when he's healthy and he comes back, I feel like I could see Wandell back at the one. Me, too. Because Me too. he was the starting wide receiver for a few weeks when he was healthy. And he was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. Just, oh, like his one game, he had 13 targets. You mean to tell me Daniel Jones did not like Wandell? <laughs> I know, right? Uh-huh. All right. Going with Wandell is our dart throw for this draft. Let's go. And Tyler Algier, Tyler Higby, two Tylers back-to-back. And then my boy, Wilson. Russell Wilson. Let Let's him ride. cook, bro. Let him cook. Let Odell ride. Beckham Jr. Oh, Odell broke down Jr. taking off the board. And then the first kicker. Let's go. No surprise. It's Justin, Justin Tucker off the board. Zay Jones off the board right after that. And then goes back to Team 10. Daniel Carson with the Vegas Raiders. And then you got tight end. Dalton Kincaid. That's I feel a, like that's that could have been another one of our dart throws. That could have been. And then a bunch of other kickers that I really need to name. Tyler Bass, Yunhuku, oh, <laughs> uh, S tier kickers, Butker, and then Evan McPherson yeah, with the Cincinnati kicker, Bengals. All right, so who's a picker? So here? here's the thing: do we go for defense or do we go for kicker? Go I feel like defense. we go for kicker. I mean, yes, kicker. Because <laughs> I mean, defense. Matt Gay. Colts. Uh huh. I say that one. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. So we do still have a lot, all the defenses on the board. Okay. As everyone knows, unless you get the top defense, there's really no point. Right? Did any defense even get drafted yet? No. None. Okay. Zero. All right. So we got first pick here. As we know, the Jets were pretty good. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mind. Whatever you want. I feel like I could go with the Jets. Okay. You see how hard that was to draft defense? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just they, they were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they were ranked number seven last year. Yep, so we're going with the Jets, and there goes your boy, Matt Gay. No. Sorry, Wayne. Brandon McManus. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Surprisingly, Las Vegas Raiders does have a lot of potential in their defense because they drafted a lot of defense players this year. Yep. But, honestly, don't keep don't get your hopes up. Anyways, so going back to the kicker, Folk or Prater? Yeah, this is really about as deep as it gets on drafting a kicker. You just look who's available, 
and you just get a good feeling. I kind of like Prater on this one because Arizona is going to be really risky, so they're going to be kicking a lot of field goals. Yeah, I feel like Matt Prater there is a bit of a better choice than Nick Folk with New England. Yep. All right, Matt Prater. Yay, our first Arizona team. Yay, the only one is the kicker. Yeah. Now we had uh, Arizona, or Zach Hurts. Okay, the draft has ended. We finally reached the final round, which was round, what was that, 15? 15. Okay. So how would you rate our draft? From, out of what, a letter? A letter grade. A letter grade? From S, or like S plus to F. Mm, I don't know how those tiers work. I only know ABC. Okay, so S is above A. <laughs> really? Yes. I did not know that. Yep. Um, uh, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm with you. Maybe yeah. like a like an A plus. Yeah. Just should we read it off? Yeah, I feel like obviously our first three, first two picks were no brainers. So do you want to read it off the picks or do you want to read it off the positions? Um. Because if you go to the teams and you click on our team, it shows you from yeah. QB down to... I feel like let's just go over the picks. You want to go from picks? Then you, you'll probably just move the team around for whoever. Okay. So, um, our team, here's, here we go. We got Justin Jefferson as our first pick. Our second pick, Mark Andrews. And then from down on, you got Brees Hall, Joe Burrow, Damian Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr., Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Brian Robinson... Zach Ertz, Elijah Moore, Geno Smith, Rondell Robinson, and then our defense, the New York Jets, and our kicker, Mac Prater. Not going to lie, I'd be happy to have this team. Yeah, I mean, Brees Hall, Damian Pierce, two running backs, great, mm-hmm. solid. Joe Burrow, already solid. I'm more happy about the Justin Jefferson and Mark Andrews. Yes. And Joe Burrow. That, that's honestly it. That's really it. But like, then you got those gamble picks like Michael Pittman Jr., yep. Christian Kirk. Rondell at the end. Rondell. Then you got your backups for Mark Andrews. Zach uh-huh. Ertz. Sometimes if you need to, you could put him as your flex position too. You know, yeah. If uh, Michael Pittman's having a few bad weeks. And then the potential of Brian Robinson. That's true. I will take that. And then the potential of Rodney Robinson. I will take that. And the high-risk, high-reward Elijah Moore. And then the high-risk, high-reward of the New York Jets defense. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Honestly, bro, if you look at slot number one, they got Patrick Mahomes. Who scary. <laughs> Austin Eckler. A little scary. That's scary. But then they're running back number two, James Cook. Yeah, they waited a long time. Whoa, whoa. Their wide receiver? Whoa. Yeah, their wide receiver room's a little a little spicy. Amari Amani St. Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. And Chris Olove. And, but listen, they are going to lose because they did draft Kyle Pitts. Oh, yes. So you automatically take at least one L during the season yeah. drafting Kyle Pitts. Uh, I want to see how Team 10 did. Let's see. So in Team 10, their quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Running, running back, Brajan Robinson. And running back again, Aaron Rodgers. Wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. Wide receiver, Mike Williams. Tight end, Pat Fryer-Muth. And in the flex positions, you got James Conner, Kenneth Walker, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Brandon Cooks, Alan Lazard, Zay Jones, Zach. A lot of wide receivers. Yeah, a lot of wide receivers. And then kicker, Daniel Car- Carson, and then defense, Tennessee Titans. That's all right, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, I really like our team, just because we dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, Team 5 is pretty good, too. You got Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Ooh, that's a good duo. Yeah. Joe Mixon as a running back, too. That's a really mm-hmm. good one. And potential of Ramondre Stevenson. And not going to lie, either the 
Team 8 with Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs. That is another pretty good duo. That is a good one. Provided Jonathan Taylor is fully healthy. And they got Jalen Hurts as their QB? Yep. That's a really good one. Wide receiver, though, of theirs is a little... Yeah, it's a little questionable. Their wide receivers... They kind of gambled a lot on their wide receivers. Yeah. Like they said, they focus a lot on their running back. And their wide receivers, Garrick Wilson, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, and uh, Marquise Brown, Michael Thomas, and Odell Brokerdown Jr. So they automatically take another L for the Odell pick. Team two is not that bad, too. I mean, no. Josh Allen and Tony Pollard. Jamar- kind of would have wanted Pollard, not going to lie. Yeah, Josh Allen and Jamar Chase, that's a good one. That is. Um, and then you always have two solid players. Mm-hmm. Like for us is Joe Burrow. I feel like we have three. Justin Jefferson and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Oh, wait. I miscounted. That's three. <laughs> I can't count. What? We are just that good. Do you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? <sighs> I love it. You didn't make the case with Tyler Lockett. Yeah, definitely. And, and Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz, definitely. And the New York Jets defense. I just, I, my favorite pick so far that we did. I would honestly, I love Justin Jefferson, but I don't want to say the number one pick because the number one pick is always good, right? It is. If it's not good, you messed up. You messed up. Our sleeper pick, honestly, I think we got two Brian Robinson and Rondell Robinson. Yep. Two Robinsons, bro. It's meant to be. Meant to be. Meant to be. (laughs) Um, Obviously, if we were in position one or position 10, it would have been a lot different and a lot more. Different on strategizing. I said different twice. Don't know why. Because it's that different. It's just that different, yeah. And yeah. I will say, too, uh, we didn't have any time limit for this. Yeah. But the, uh, the, pressure, of the you- pressure of the time, it definitely gets to you. You need to do your research a little bit beforehand. Yeah, you don't want to. At least just, a few players. You don't want to get straight into it. Yeah. Because if you do, you're, you're going to head scratch and you're just going to sweat and you're just going to be like, <laughs> and then just I've doing it. 10 seconds left. I, I, yeah, I know and do, and do it in an impulsive pick. Yeah. So. I, I feel like I'm not saying, you know, oh, if you want to win, you got to do homework, right? But at least just have a few players yeah, just, in mind. Just all you got to do is what a lot of the, no matter what kind of platform you play your fantasy football team on, they always have a star slash favorite button mm-hmm. so all you gotta do is after your turn is over you scroll through all the lists and you just star all the ones that you are gonna pick yep. and if they get picked up they just get taken away but you still got your other options you chose you just want to have other options so yeah, something like that just helps you out a lot and takes the pressure take a little, off a little breath yeah a little breath um so yeah it, it's always good to have that because you just, you just have more options you don't have to like top guy that guy you know what yep, I mean it's uh-huh. just, you, oh wait why did I draft him yeah so uh, and me and Jagger personally we've been playing me honestly been playing fantasy football for like three years I, I hate to say I'm five three years that's crazy where did the time go <laughs> yeah five years yeah but like those three years I've been playing I haven't been a part of just one league I've been mm-hmm. I've been a part of multiple so I've seen some crazy draft picks and movers yeah. maneuvers that people have done because the thing I'm pretty is sure too, you have too yeah yeah but the thing is right is that and we've we've done it earlier in the show when we were drafting you need to kind of have a bit of a idea who is still left on the board yeah because, I mean, we picked up, what was it? Uh, I would say Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Or, no, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore was not considered statistically 
the best option to pick up yeah. when we drafted him. And you also have to consider, depending on the type of draft you're in, if it's a snake or just a regular draft, you have to realize where your position is at. For example, remember when we were drafting and we picked up uh, Damian Pierce as our running back. And I yep. said, I guarantee you, if we wait longer, because we were going to pick up Michael Finman Jr., I guarantee you, Michael Finman Jr. would be on that board still because it comes back to us. And guess what? He was. And I was like, I told you. And we picked him up. So you just got to, like, realize where you're at and, like. Kind of just plan a bit. Just yeah, you just like, got to okay, plan. Like, I'm okay. At the, I'm at the six, or let's say you're at the eight spot. Yeah. Right? Okay, well, I've only got to worry about four other picks. Like, I really want him, but I'm really slacking on a running back. So if I pick up a running back right now, I know I can just wait four picks to come back and get the guy that I really want. Because if I don't get this running back right now, the options are just going to dimmer. You know? As I think we've been saying, if you get stuck with uh, the middle pick, pick five, yeah. if you're doing a 10-man, or pick yeah. six, if you're doing a 12, uh, sorry, you just got the worst pick in yeah, the draft. Yeah, you just got the worst pick. Um, also, what really factors in, too, depending on the league you're in, if you're new to fantasy, it's automatically going to randomize it. But if you're like us and you are on a recurring league, and the way we do it is the loser, the number one, the last place gets the first rounder. Mm-hmm. So you automatically know what position you're in going yep. into it. Other times... It just randomizes the whole thing. Yeah. So you just don't know. That kind of that factors into when you can prepare the draft. See, and that's a bit of a downside, right, is that now, and I guess people could say, well, why don't you just tank, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of people do punishments for the last place. Yeah. You know? I think we got to start doing that, too. Not that I'm saying someone in our league is sitting there tanking, right? Yeah. But, you know, it gives you a bit more incentive. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I really want the first pick, but I really don't want to do this. Yeah. And... Sure, you know, it's a downside, too, because everyone wants to win, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, boy, well, I made it to playoffs, and I got pick three, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's all like, or no, I got third place. So it's all like, okay, well, now you're the third from the last. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it hurts a bit more, right? Yeah. So same I'm, with second. I feel like second is just the worst. Yeah. You second. get second, and now you're the second to last pick. You didn't win nothing last year. Just... Ouch. Ouch. But, yeah, that's, that's just how it is when it, comes, when it comes to drafting. It's just all about strat, dude. And, look, if you're new to it, yes, it's going to be a little nerve-wracking. But, like, as you keep, if you keep doing it and you do multiple drafts, not saying do six in one year. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as you, get, as you progress, it gets easier. But not only does it get easier, but it just gets more fun. Like, it's just yes. fun to draft. That's one of the main highlights of fantasy football is the draft. I really love the draft, and it's just a lot of fun. Where you, know? you draft, who you draft. Just sets it, the it platform sets, yeah. for your whole season. If you have a bad draft, well, you're going to have a bad season. You're going to have a bad season, and it's going to take a while to get back up to the top yeah. or even be at the top. So, you know, don't just sit there. Like we said, get get a little idea of people you might want to draft. It helps. You don't need to be like us. You don't need to be like, okay, do research, top 10 homework. List, this and yeah, this you and just need to know. Okay, you just like you, even if it's if you're new to it, even if, even if you just go to the the the, the computer, the computer says this is the number one guy. Just star him, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, you have options. There you go. Yeah. Like I said, you don't you don't need to do like full on research like kind of what we do, 
Yeah, you don't need to do what we did earlier and be all like, okay, well, this is what they recommend. This is technically the better options, but this guy is still on the board. And I hate to say, too, is also kind of about experience. And we've it been is. doing this for like, we've been recording this podcast for three years now, mm-hmm. or three years? Yeah, three years. Um, so we kind of have experience and things like that. So it does. It definitely helps. Um, I would say just if you're feeling nervous about the draft, just do a couple mock drafts. Yeah. It gets your idea. And if you know your place in the draft, just put yourself in that position that you're in, and you can practice like, yeah. oh, okay. And I will state this. You can do as many mock drafts as you want, and they will always, they will never draft a quarterback with the first pick. Never. 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 Because they cannot account for that stupid human error. Yeah. Not that I'm upset about it, pissed off. I'm just stating that uh, I don't like people who draft quarterbacks yeah, in the first two rounds. I agree with you. The, you. the bots, the computer cannot predict the players that are in your league and the mm. crazy things they're going to do. You, yeah. They cannot predict that. And you can't either. No, so, like, can't. it's just all part of the game. But the mock draft, it helps you get an idea of who to pick up. Yeah. Definitely. Who to look out for. Definitely. And it gets you to start thinking, oh, well, this guy's still here. Maybe I'll pick up him. Yeah. And I think you and I, I think both do it. We've been doing it for a while. Pause majorly. Yeah. That came out wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be an FS podcast episode without one of those, eh? No, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, our that's our a stamp of approval. Yeah. Or, but I feel like you and I, we've been doing it and most of the drafts we've been in, but that last pick or the last pick you get before you do kicker or defense, it's always your dart throw pick. Yeah, and our dart throw this year was Rondon Robinson. It's either that or you go for a name on yeah. your team. Yeah, it's either for that. No, no, honestly, it's either that or a rookie quarterback. It is. I would say rookie anything. Yeah, rookie anything. Rookie, yeah. why was it? Mostly quarterback. Because if is. they blow up and you already have a solid quarterback, you can trade them for some value. Yep. Or if they blow up and your quarterback doesn't do as well as you thought, look at that. You got a backup. Or you can draft Justin Fields like me, drop him week four, and he blows up in week five. And Never yes. to be seen again. Yes, you can also do that one. So. I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> I mean, I've done I've done some mistakes too. I've I've gambled with Christian McCaffrey before. That's true. So I get it. I feel you. Um, I gambled with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, so. and we both been through Kyle Pitts, so it's okay. Yeah. I get so, it. Uh, totally we are here at uh, Kyle Pitts Anonymous. And we've also seen those type of players. Well, if you want to relate it to the real world, it's that X you fumbled, and you know, like, okay, you had her. But now you fumbled the bag, and now she's out there, and everybody wants her. Yep. Same with Josh Allen's and Jalen Hurts. Yep. You get them, but you don't really fumble it. They just blow up, and they just go I away. I feel like that's more of like a proud dad moment. I guess you know? so. I guess so. Like but I'm, I want happy, them still. I happy want my, them. my Josh Allen popped off. Yeah, okay, that's better. That's better. Okay, it's your kid going off to college. Yeah. You don't want them to because you want to keep them, but you're happy they go off to college. Mm-hmm. That one's better. Yeah. I'm just really heartbroken. No, I'm joking. Because we're probably never going to have them again. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, because the only reason why we really get them is before they blow up, so it's easier to get them because yeah. they're not going to go like, for example, Jalen Hurts wasn't going to go in the third round or fourth round. He went off like in the sixth or fifth when I first got him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. It uh, all just depends. Yeah. And that's going to be Wandell next year, baby. <laughs> Watch. Um <laughs> Anyways, I mean, you got any final thoughts? I mean, we kind of... Uh, not that I can think of. I'm actually genuinely surprised this is not a two-part episode. How long is this episode? We're only at an hour. I was That's actually surprised. really good. 
I remember our first mock draft we ever did was a two-part episode, I think, that was both an hour long. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just their experience we've had. Mm-hmm. As it, it carried on, we just got better with it, and we got more, like, consistent and flowy through it. Because, like, before, we were like, okay, this and that, this and that, this and that. It's like, yep, him. But we still give our reasonings why. Yeah. It's not like, all right, guys, we're not, those, we're not like those computer nerds. are just like, all right, okay, this guy. Well, statistically, it shows that uh, Wandell is not draftable. Who did you pick? DeAndre Swift. Okay, let me get. Um, let's see, Jerry Judy. Let me let me, let me write that um, down on the uh, yeah, on notepad uh, who, there. Oh, he Mozart. Hmm, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're just not sit like there that. all quietly. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're here to entertain you guys, give you guys fun. Obviously, I had fun with Jagger this this episode drafting with him. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had fun listening to us, and I hope you guys are like, you are dumb for picking up him. Why did you pick up Michael Pittman Jr. when you could have got uh, somebody like uh, DJ Moore or Johnny Gibbs? You know what I mean? Like, uh, we, Obviously, everybody's different. When it comes to the sports world, not everybody agrees on everything. Um, no, but if you is, like uh, that, well, I'm glad our episode got you like that because you know why? You listen. You listen. Good job. Look at you. Yeah. So... Anyways, uh, I get it. You know, I'm not all going to agree with us. I'm pretty sure if we watch you do a mock draft or not, we'll agree with you, like, too. Look at this guy. Really? Look who he drafted, man. Why would he draft him? Yeah, I get it. Not you everything's... know who was still on the board? Yeah, I get it. Not everything's agreeable in the sports world, especially in fantasy. Uh, but we had fun. I hope you guys had fun. And uh, just let us know how we did, honestly. I'm excited. Yep. So to close out the show, I just want to state, and I think I've said it earlier in the show when we first started, uh, we're not planning on uploading next week at the moment uh, just because I'm going to be out of town. How long are you being out of town for again? I don't get back till Friday. I leave Monday and I come back Friday. Oh, next week? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was this week for some no, reason. Next week. Um. So if anything, maybe you get an episode Friday. Maybe you get it on the weekend. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to see what our schedule is like. But, yeah, uh, I, uh, just a heads up. I'm glad Jagger brought it up. Just heads up not to get – I keep saying the same thing twice for the past – this whole so episode. Nice. you got to say it twice. I guess so. I don't know what's up. I guess it's my new card. <laughs> um, but, yeah, don't expect an episode next week. That's not because we're like, oh, man, I don't, I don't really want to record. Just schedule. Uh-huh. If you guys – if you're new and you don't understand why we don't upload consistency sometimes, it's just not because we don't want to. It's just our schedule. It's just oh, really – good, man. I'd be, yeah. Oh, up yeah. You know, honestly, if I wanted to, I, I, once a week, even sometimes if we, if we had a consistent schedule, I would have done two times yeah. a week like we used you'd to be do. Videos, you'd be getting this, that, yeah, right? Just, no. We got to pay for you guys somehow, right? You're like our children. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Going back to the, the proud father moment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is how it is. Um, but, yeah, don't expect an episode next week. Just do the fact your schedule. But eventually, I would just say I'm not saying we. On the safe option. Let's just not count for one next week. Yeah, I'm letting mean, you know now. Doesn't mean we're gonna stop uploading. Okay, we're still gonna upload. I'm done. I we've been doing it for three years, man. I don't. Jagger, I don't want to do it no more. If you cancel on me just one more time, that's strike three, and I do not want to be a part of this podcast no more. <laughs> I'm taking half my stuff and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> do it no more. Yeah. So, but um, I don't really know. Who know? I don't know what we're doing next. I think we're gonna take a break. Uh, take from a break on it on the on the mock draft. I think we'll skip an episode for that. We don't want to do back to back. Yeah. 
But uh, uh, we were thinking of something. Don't who knows? Maybe it. our top tens. Yeah, we so come we up. We can get those out of the way before the season starts. Yeah, I would kind of like to wait just because we don't know where certain plays are at, like the yeah. Devin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins. But we always come up with something. So yep. we'll uh, figure out something. We will figure out something next episode. We don't know yet, but just heads up. Not to uh, wait for our episode next week. And I will state, I've been saying this multiple episodes now, is that uh, we are planning future projects. Yeah. Uh, we're working on them. One's a pretty big project. We're still working on that. Uh-huh. Uh, Way as Punishment is still on the board to get over with. Our goal is by the start of the season. So yep. we do have a due date. That means we got to do it by that date. <laughs> there's no... Uh, That's a uh, definition. Yeah, there's no... Uh, uh, teacher, can can I get an extension? Yeah. No. Nope. I think that's our set in stone. We're holding ourselves accountable on that one because we've been talking about it now for months. Oh, we've got to do Wayo's Punishment. We'll <laughs> do it this time. Yeah. Nope. Didn't do it. So, start of the season, we're bust. Okay. Otherwise, we'll, I'll do a punishment with him. <laughs> yeah. That, that's my word. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Like I said... No episode next week, probably. Just yeah. the safe bet. Yeah. You know, schedules could change. Who knows? Okay. Uh, That's all I had to add. Oh, all right. So you're what, you want me to, f- you know, end this off? Yeah, I ended it. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I got this. My, uh, my hour with you for this week is over. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> That's a lie. Even though we've now recorded twice. This yeah. Week. <laughs> That's what I said. That's a lie. Um... That too was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Love those old shows. Uh, so, anyway, so thank you all for tuning in to the FS podcast, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger in the podcast, and don't go ahead and follow our social media account, our Instagram Instagram account and Twitter account is going to be at the real they're at the real FSP again. It's going to be at the real FSP. So get give. Both of those are follow. If you guys got any questions for us, go ahead and DM us or tweet us on those platforms. You can even email us and. All of that is in the description of this podcast. So go ahead and click on that. And again, like Jack said, we're going to be uploading our videos soon. So go ahead and follow our YouTube account, which could be the, uh, the FS Podcast or the Fancy Sports Podcast. Go ahead and get that and subscribe so you guys can watch those videos when they get uploaded. And um, if you, no matter what kind of platform you guys listen to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode. And if you guys are listening on Spotify, which you can do is go ahead and rate the show. And if you guys are Apple podcast listeners what you can also do is write a review for the show so go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode um but i believe i got it all did i miss I anything so. oh so i've been doing intros and i have family members that kind of review our shows and it's so funny because he's like when you guys do your intro or when i do when you do the intro you say it's so fast and it's like so i'm not i'm trying to write it down i'm like well if you listen it says everything is in the description yeah. of the podcast. All right, I and listen. Put it there. Yeah, and so listen. You don't have to sit here. I don't. I don't hate on back. you. I don't hate on you because you listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm actually very grateful that you do. But I'm just saying. The funny thing is, if you listen to any kind of like promo or show or anything, the intro is. All, I mean, the outro is always fast. You know what I'm saying? It's just the guys always speaking fast. So uh-huh. like, it's kind of that's kind of a common thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not dogging on you because I I said I I'm actually very thankful you listen to my episode our episodes but that's why we say everything's in the description yeah yeah Just so it saves you the time of having to well now i need to scroll back 15 let me, let me seconds get a sharpie and write that yeah. down yeah what do you say yeah oh, I, I need to go back again <laughs> uh, yeah uh-huh. so again everything is in the description of the podcast um 
But anyway, so thank you all for tuning in to this uh, week's episode, and we will see you maybe next week. If not, again, don't count on it. The week, in, the week after that. We'll plan something special maybe for uh, missing a return episode. Yeah. So, uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and see you next time.